you have made it to Brave to the Bone podcast, where we explore the dynamics of human courage in its most dynamic form, personal transformation. I am your host, Tanya Gilbert, a nurse who left traditional Western medicine to study the vast potential of healing that exists in our natural world, from plant medicine to psychedelic wellness. This is your source to your own human potential. I am so excited to introduce to you Sebastian and Javiera, who are the founders of Green Magic Yoga, a community dedicated to bringing together cannabis, mindfulness, and yoga. Javi and Seba have been facilitating conscious cannabis circles in the San Francisco Bay Area since 2017. The story of how they got there is so unique and incredible. I just love it. Javi is a yoga instructor and cannabis guide trained by Dee DeSalt and Daniel McQueen. She specializes in trauma recovery, yoga, and mindfulness-based practices. And Seba is a gestalt therapist and cannabis guide who specializes in psychedelic-assisted therapy trained through CIIS, CPTR, Medicinal Mindfulness, and Polaris Insight Center. We go into so many details about how cannabis can be used as a psychedelic and how to hold this in a space with mindfulness, intention, and integration. Enjoy. Javi and Seba, it is so nice to have you both here. It is a complete honor as your fellow community members in Santa Cruz. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and the work that you do? Yeah, Tanya, thank you so much for for having us today. So a little bit about us. We've been here in the Bay Area for about seven years. Um, We're relatively new to Santa Cruz, uh, about a year and a half here in Santa Cruz. But we're originally from Chile. Uh, It's been a discovery process, right? Uh, In a way, it feels like uh, we've done like a migration of sorts Mm. to come here. So we, we're literally migrants and we're spiritual migrants in a way. Like there's something of a calling to find uh, a spiritual home or something, right? And the work we do has been really focused in these past years on working with cannabis uh, as a plant medicine. Cannabis as a psychedelic has been the big, the, the big work that we've been, what we've been doing. Uh, I am so excited to talk about that today because we were speaking earlier, um, Javi and I, about how the intention kind of got skipped over. A lot of cannabis became legal and the set and setting and mindfulness intention and integration really got skipped. And so I feel like it's incredibly powerful to add that to and bring that whole dynamic to the community. Javi, do you want to share a little bit about what that means? Sure. I wanted to mention a little bit about myself first, just so that you know where we're coming from and also of you, Sebastian, after. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm actually a Ganja yoga teacher. Uh, I came to yoga to cope with chronic pain, like fibromyalgia, arthritis, osteoarthritis, and other things. And the approach that I got from the medical world was, um, was not very mindful and thoughtful. I was given a lot of medication and the medication created more symptoms. We required more medication and cannabis is highly illegal in Chile. It's very lucrafron. I started doing yoga, which felt like really good, but a challenge because, because it was so hard to get into your body when your body is actually in pain all the time. So when I find that combination of, you know, cannabis and other mindfulness practices really open up a, a world of beginning to first befriend uh, my body. And then once once you get over those things, then the world kind of opens up a little bit. 
So we got from there, met Sebastian, we came here, cannabis is legal, you know, like all, all the, um, the shame and the prejudice that I, I have on my own kind of consumption uh, are, are very strong. So that uh, healing that relationship to the plant and seeing is not only as medicine, but it's something that helps you connect to that other, you know, spiritual consciousness, you know, other opening. So when we talk about cannabis, uh, like framing it in this way, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's of course the recreational use, which is also really important because when we say recreational, we're saying usually like, yeah, I use it to relax. I use it to connect with my friends. And, uh, in this world, that's like so stressed. That's super important too. But there are other use. And when you have the correct set and setting and intentions, it becomes a psychedelic and a way of exploring your own consciousness. Oh, I'm so glad that you're bringing light to that. And what a beautiful story. And I'm so glad you guys are here. Or my relationship to cannabis is, is one of the big questions that we ask people, you know, like a, a lot of... Um, a lot of the work that we do is around the stigma of using cannabis and removing that stigma, clearing the shame that a lot of times has been around. Well, I was actually born in the United States the first 10 years of my life here in, in, in Virginia, actually. Then came, you know, went back to Chile and uh, I probably smoked my first joint when I was 15 or so. Amazing experience. I would call it a psychedelic experience um, now, but I, w I, I didn't know what a psychedelic was at that age, right? And just a lot of like, you know, sensation of waves and a lot of somatic release. And it just began in that way, very recreationally, if you will. But there was also always this kind of um, shame, this kind of fear of being caught, of doing something illegal, you know, of the cops being around the corner. So it just, it, it, there was like an, an added layer, um, uh, you know, like if cannabis, you know, tends to, it, it can bring up your heart rate and anxiety can come up, then there's this added layer of the war on drugs, Um you know, it's just compounded, right? And so I, I know a lot of people who kind of just shy away from cannabis just because of that, right? There's a big thing around around anxiety as it shows up. Uh, and cannabis played a role, like a recreational role, just like for you, for, for the beginning of my life. And for till, I guess, till we came here, you know, yeah, till, till we felt that it was legal and that we could kind of explore it in a different way. And even the spiritual part, I don't think I had really discovered, you know, except some random kind of occurrences, you know, like maybe taking a, you know, like a big cookie edible and then just, just you know, really tripping deeply. Right. And like going out there, um, you know, confused by that. Right. Like not really having a frame to hold that experience. And it was through curiosity going on YouTube searching for different things that I found uh, someone called Danny McQueen, who's out of Boulder, and he was talking about trans cannabis is what he called it at the time. So there's this trancy thing and you could, you could experience cannabis like DMT and like, you know, like, LSD and MDMA and psilocybin mushrooms and get to ayahuasca like, states and like yeah and it sounded a little bit too too far like a little bit you know um, and on the other is hand it, it sounded like, is it like trans like transcendental yeah it, it yeah, yeah like transcendental oh. you know and he was talking about how to do it with meditation so I was intrigued I was like okay so maybe this is transcendental meditation with cannabis like it it made there something made sense about holding cannabis with a different framework, right? And I had I had been to um, ayahuasca ceremonies and I had participated in different medicine circles. Um, and, and so the idea of holding cannabis in a medicinal way 
attracted me, right? And I said, Javi, um, you know, I, I reached out to this guy, this Daniel McQueen guy, and I asked him, you know, if he had anything, any, any circles here in California, you know, because this is the, the, the mecca of cannabis stuff. It should be here. And he said, no, but you could come and learn it, you know, uh, to Boulder. Uh, and we were like, do you want to go to Boulder? <laughs> Do you want to go to Boulder to to this guy that's talking about um, cannabis is a psychedelic? I'm like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So this was part of our discovery process of things. You know, we were in San Francisco and just you know getting to know the Bay Area and wanting to know more about about psychedelics, about you know about party scenes, about all the different things that were happening. And then you know this popped up as one of the things. And so let's 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 fly over and go to Boulder. Um, so we went out to meet this Mr. McQueen and we were a little bit skeptical, to be honest, because he could invite us to his home. Right. And this is the basement of a, you know, of a white guy's home. And we're these Latino people. And we're like, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? Right. And there's, you know, there's candles and it's, you know, the basement and there's this kind of, you know, new age music going on. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he invited us to do this ceremony and the ceremony included, um, you know, smoking to each of the directions, he called it, like a prayer to the directions. So we thought... It, it was funny it was, because I thought directions, you know, the north, the south, the east, the west. I'm a cannabis smoker. I got this. I'm going to give it all that I have. And we did the four directions, but then it continues, you know, with above and below and within. And within. So it was a seven directions prayer, right? Which so I, I guess like, is very okay. common in, in, in native... Native American or indigenous people here. Um. <laughs> I learned after. And then you were, you know, invited to lay back down like in Shavasana. And there was a guided meditation. And then music takes over. And I had one of the most psychedelic experiences I've ever had. Super healing, like so profound and unexpected too. Like I, um, and after that we were like, did it really happen? Like, was wow. this kind of, Did you put something else? Did you right. Put something we, else? We, we thought, we thought maybe he's like spicing it up, you know, like he's adding some, some extra magic in there. And there wasn't, there wasn't any <laughs> so other So we magic. brought our own, you know, cause, cause he offered a blend, right? Like a cannabis blend. So you always want to, you know, what are they giving? And but we're, we, we're we, Latina. So we're untrustful for nature. So like, it's like, Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try our own cannabis yeah. tomorrow. And, and this was a, a, a four day training, right? So there was four ceremonies in four. It was five days in four ceremonies, and um, and every day it was a trippy experience, right? Um, so you could do back to back as well, and they just got deeper. And you you also um, slept great, like other medicines. I it's, they take a toke like so big on my body that I'm like I don't I no longer want to do the work. Because it's just, you know, I know that I'm going to be two weeks in pain and, you know, fibromyalgia flares. I slept great. Cannabis is anti-inflammatory. Uh, you know, you're sober within a few hours or so, you know. You have a lot of agency. Like, um, you you know, you take your art covering and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm in the room. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was very surprising at the moment. Wow. So what was it that you think, um, created this, um, you know, transcendental experience, really, was it his ability to hold space or was it intention? It, it you know, it was, it was the mixture as we've learned, right? Um, at first I, I thought, okay, well, we, we discarded, yeah, it's not it's just not the, the cannabis, cannabis, right? Because we, we brought, 
um, you know, we tried with cannabis. We tried when we came home and tried on our own. He, he is a great facilitator, right? He's, he, he has like, you know, uh, I think it's something like a, like a pastoral thing, but in the good way, you know, when there's like a, there's a priest or a preacher that has like a, like a poetic kind of thing and they, and they're just very, you know, um, so he does hold space like that, which is beautiful, a very fatherly kind yeah. of, you know, but but very safe too, kind of very aware of boundaries, um, which we had experienced other medicine communities and things, that, you know, that people are, are a little bit messy sometimes energetically or with the boundaries. This guy was super clean and he was very clear about talking about boundaries and how to hold them and, you know, all the edges, the, the, the little things that are in, in medicine work. So we started to pick up on that. And, and, and so, okay, so this is helping us. Like if I can feel safe in my body, then I can go deep with, with this medicine. Right. Um, the blend is also an important, you know, using multiple strains is another important factor that like played in. Like the entourage in. effect and yeah. different terpene yeah. profiles so that it enriches the experience. It's good music, right? It's evocative music. If you can think of it as, um, I don't know if you've done holotropic breathwork. Yeah? Yeah. You know how they have like a three-hour set? Um, and so they start with evocative music, um, you know, and drums and percussion and uh, you know, something. Catharsis. You know, yeah, yeah. Liquid bloom. And there's just a lot of like, ooh, jungly stuff. And, and so he had some of that in there. And then it goes to this more loving, wow. um, you know, heartfelt to going into deep emotions. And then you kind of bring it down to contemplative, right, or meditative music. So it has, a, it has an arc that's similar to that. And there's wow. also like intention, so set setting, intention, skill. Right, we would share that. It was it was held like a medicine circle, and uh, yeah, and so it was it was quite magical. And we we went back the following year to do the 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 second level of the training that he offered, and then a third one, and then you know we started to get into it. Right, that is so amazing. Mm -hmm. So you started to get into it. It completely transformed your use of the medicine. How has it changed your relationship? Right. Cause, cause before we would, you know, we would smoke recreationally. We would smoke if we were going to watch a movie, if we were going to go out, um, anytime, you know, yeah. eat, like when we met in our, on our first date, right. Um, did you tell her that story? <laughs> <laughs> when we met on our first date in Chile, right. Uh, seven years ago, we had gone for like a coffee or something very simple. And then Javi said, would you like to go to the park and walk? And I was like, oh, that's a different day. Let's go for a walk. Let's, let's just go to this park. And then she pulls out this little pipe. Or was it a joint? It was a pipe. Yeah. And she's like, do you smoke? <laughs> and I said, yeah, what are your thoughts on cannabis? And I've been having this, this, this feeling. Well, first lost a couple of partners saying like, you have to choose between cannabis and me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, there's the door. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I'm a cannabis user and I want to be with someone that um, either allows that to, to be, you know, something or partakes with me and, and would explore with me. Like there's, there's conversations, you know, there's exploration with sex and touch and so many other things. So we started like, what are your thoughts on cannabis? And then do you want to smoke with me? And I've been, I've been getting these, these kind of things where I would meet people or men, you know, a dated man, and then I would smoke cannabis and like, I don't really like this person, you know, like, I, I don't really like this. You, I was able to, or... I was wow. able to connect to other things like energetics and the, the little things. Right. Uh, I think at the beginning, everything's a little bit like magic. So like, no, I don't 
don't really resonate with this mm-hmm. person. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not that, that interested and, you know, I don't like this or I like that. So I was like, I want to try it in a different way. So we smoked uh, the first time that we met and like, this is a really interesting person. And I like them when I'm, when I'm sober and I like them when I'm with the medicine. And this is a big part of my life. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm so glad you did that. So he passed the test. <laughs> So we smoked a joint on the first on the first night on the first date, and and it was really it was good. It, there's something about you know speaking on medicine can be tricky. Maybe with cannabis you can speak more, right? It gets easier to be social to some extent, right? If you can deal with the anxiety and that, um, and so it, I call it, it it connects you more with an authentic way of speaking, right? It's it's it's, it's working the yoga, of the voice, this chakra here, right, the throat chakra, and being able to communicate effectively. Um, to speak from the heart, to listen from the heart. So it's, it's, it's that kind of communication that it's, it's possible with cannabis. And, and it became possible with us. And, and the more we did ceremony, maybe the less we used it kind of as a, just as a thing to kind of add spice into the food, right? Or just, you know, it just, so, so I, you know, I mean, we still use it recreationally and, and occasionally right um but i think that a but- lot of people say like um i i i smoke because i'm i'm seeking relaxation or i want to distract but they smoke and turn on the tv and there's no relaxation happening you know there's there's nothing you know there's no connection to the body there's no connection to the mind there's no mindfulness so you're kind of tuning out instead of tuning in mm-hmm. so when we started doing this work it's like you're I became more mindful of like, do I really need it now? Perhaps I'm going to do it, you know, uh, or um, I, I like to smoke, but I want to be in nature and, you know, connect to other things and others. Right. Go out and have an experience, not, yeah. not just hear, you know, other people's experience or stories on, 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 you know, repeated, right. Somewhere else. Right. And yeah. also that the medicinal part, like uh, when you want it to be used as a medicine, you also need to be mindful about the dosage and, you know, what, what's the dosage that you actually need to get those benefits and does my, you know, overconsumption help me with my pain management and perhaps not really. And if I decrease, you know, I'm going to get more benefits on, on what that, which I'm seeking. Right. Mm-hmm. So it made me think about those little things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we've 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 studied more and more, and so we've learned, we've educated ourselves about the complexity of this plant, right? Yeah, like amazing. all the different layers and and how that affects your experience quite a bit. So you've really worked on your relationship with the plant because of the the ceremony nature that and the spiritual, you know, and somatic healing, and the, as you said, Javi, checking in instead of checking out. I think that was really well said. And we teach that with the uh, psychedelic renaissance now with all plant medicines. And it's funny because, you know, building that relationship, um, people who microdose will often hold the dose before and set an intention. These are, these are the things that we really want to teach. And it's interesting because there is a stigma. So you guys came up about this newfound way of really building a relationship with something that's legal now, but now you're, you're hitting up um, to that stigma. It's really interesting to see how some things just are without for no reason. And other things have this imposed stigma that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, what has it been like to offer the classes that you've been offering? And are you seeing like this amazing transformation in people like, oh my God, I didn't know that I could have that uh, um, acutely heightened uh, psychedelic experience from a cannabis yoga journey? Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe I'll speak about conscious cannabis and you can speak about ganja yoga Mm -hmm. a little bit more. Um, 
So conscious cannabis is this kind of ceremony, right? The medicine journey. Uh, it's a workshop format, like a four hour, uh, or we adapted it for online, even for COVID, like a four hour workshop in person. It's usually about five. And, um, and when we started initially, you know, just friends and family, you know, and then it started growing a little bit and picked up, uh, this was probably 2018. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we started renting out a yoga studio in San Francisco and, uh, and, and, you know, and it's, it's tricky to find a place because, you know, it's smoking and there's a lot of laws and things against smoking in spaces or people just feel that it, they don't want the energy to smell. Right. But we, we found a couple of spots uh, and we're still currently working with a studio called Mission Yoga. It's called the new Mission Yoga now. It's on uh, 24th and Mission. Beautiful studio. Um, the great owner community. there. Yeah. Great community. It's kind of like finding that. Yeah. Like, like we found each other. Right. Because there's always been people who, who, who smoked and had these inquiries philosophical or they'll share about, you know, a psychedelic experience basically with cannabis, uh, lots of times with edibles, but they really haven't had a place to speak about it or a container, like a common language. And so when we built out the ceremony and people started like, oh, this, this, like I, I know of this, right? And so it's like, a, it's like we're finding each other, right? Uh, so the community is really blossoming up. It, it, it's really blossomed in San Francisco in the mission. Uh, so we would have circles, you know, a small circle, six, eight people, you know, medium sized, 12. And we had the largest, I think we've done is a little over 30 people. And um, how long are these? Are these the, the longer ones? The So these are like a five hour workshop. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got 30 people in the room, we've got sitters, additional sitters that have done these trainings as well. And so they're there to, you know, offer support, energetic, you know, every five people, there's a sitter, people covering the door. And you know, we've been learning, you know, a lot about how, how medicine work, um, you know, how that functions in groups, right? And what are the, some of the dynamics that can happen and um, how to support that, right? And having said that, we, we also do individuals and we love to work in that way. And we work together, which is it's different than others. Like we work as a couple and that has a lot of like really nice things. Uh, first thing is like um, there's that, uh, the energy, like the father and mother, the feminine and the masculine, um, feeling safe, like there's um, there's another person in the room with you, things like that. But we also um, we also have talked a lot about you know making this work accessible, and not everybody has uh, the money and the budget to do private journeys. So we got really interested in doing the group setting because it's super affordable. Mm -hmm. So you can do work on a preparation, like setting intentions and then integration, and then have a community group. And it's a pretty accessible um, space yeah, and, yeah. and pack. So, you know, before COVID, we were doing a monthly circle. Um, and our intention is to continue starting up with maybe a monthly circle in San Francisco. Um, we have two, two upcoming circles in person. Uh, the first that we've done since COVID hit uh, in April. Um, so the first one's going to be next weekend in Berkeley. A beautiful studio called the Alembic. It's a new place that's popping up. It's, wow. it's great. It's beautiful. We we did once a conscious breath work there, a conscious cannabis breath work. It's it's really stunning room uh, and uh, a lot of history with medicine in that place. And so uh, that's going to be Sunday, the third of April, uh, and then the twenty third of April, which is a Saturday, will be at New Mission Yoga in San Francisco. Amazing. How is this different from a different medicine journey? Say, have you been to a retreat where they've done guided psilocybin journeys or what comes up that's a little bit unique to cannabis? 
So when it comes to cannabis, of course, there are, you know, people hold it in different contexts, right? And for some people, um, like even there's some groups in Santo Daime that incorporate it into, you know, as Santa Maria, and they hold it that way, right? Um, there's the whole Rastafari, right, movement, and they hold cannabis in a certain way. Uh, this is a very kind of new age, uh, non-denominational kind of uh, practice, right? Uh, so I would say that that's kind of uh, one of the, the differentiators, right? It's We try and keep it not not too not too religious in any way. Right. Are there somatic releases, you know, what, like, what does it look I, like? Yeah. A little I think bit. That, I was going to mention that, um, some other medicines, you know, they're, they're pretty working on specific parts of the brain. So it's some more kind of world of ideas and, you know, you're traveling, but cannabis because of the endocannabinoid system is all, all across the body. It's super somatic which is great for working with trauma resolution and other things like that. So there's, there's a lot of uh, release through the body, either, you know, shaking, changes of temperature, mm -hmm. um, emotions, you know, different emotions coming up. Um, and the, the preparation for the, for the journey that, um, so there's that uh, inviting ritual and there's, there's these guided meditation, which I think about it as, um, Uh, progressive relaxation so usually during the first part of the, the onset of medicine is where you get like uh, triggered and anxious and you know like all of the things are coming up and we meet that with the relaxation of the body so preparing the body for a journey and that was something that was like very different for me um which allows for that that space for releasing right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Wow. So a, lot of, a lot of people are doing a lot of shaking. We encourage them to vocalize, to release. Um, and when in person, in groups, that there tends to be, you know, like a, a real group energetic kind of process going on, right? So it just kind of emerges collectively. Wow. It can be pretty, pretty powerful. The, the other thing that we've observed is, you know, maybe there's like the community of people that, that we're working sometimes sometimes people are brand new and they've never had a psychedelic experience or, or anything like that, but a lot of people do, and they're not pot right? smokers sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. We've had to like, you know, teach people how to smoke, right? you know, it's how like, well, maybe, you, yeah. How to use yeah. a pipe. And so we, 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 we've talked, yeah, we do some psychoeducation around how, how that works and things like that. Um, but sometimes we work with some pretty seasoned psychonauts, And, and they still have these amazing journeys. And I have a hypothesis around it that, that in some way, maybe like if you've, if you've done medicine work before, if you've had a deep psilocybin journey, there's, there's a part of you, the witness part of you that your brain has been, you know, through certain neural pathways and you've accessed certain states of consciousness that have opened up. And what you're doing with the cannabis is kind of like you're, you're remembering you know, and going back to the same place in particular, people who have done like, like, Hey, I did a, you know, like I did an ayahuasca ceremony a couple of weeks ago and then you smoke cannabis. It's like, Oh, I was back on my journey again. And it's a beautiful way to integrate, right? Beautiful. Um, because you, you, with cannabis, you still have a little bit more agency. So you can kind of navigate, you know, the, the memory track traces of, of your prior experience. Right. That's incredible. And so it's really interesting too, to hear you talk about the group dynamics of how everyone becomes really connected. And I wonder if they're like somatically connected because it just is so activated in the, in the cannabinoid system. We've seen that. We've seen, you know, yeah. a, a person would start shaking and the person next 
next to it with start shaking wow. and it becomes like a wave, you know? Wow, incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuz it's interesting cuz people what we do is we put like an an altar, a centerpiece with candles, right? And then people kind of uh, radiate, you know, in a circle with the heads towards the center is the way that we set it up. And sometimes there's one or two rows of that. Um and and yeah, and, and everyone's wearing their own eye covering, right? So they're in their individual process, right? It's not seated or anything. Everyone's lying down. Um, so it's interesting to see those, yeah, wow. those, those waves run through. And you can kind of, you can really feel them, right? We are like, yeah. you know. And then yeah. the next layer for me, because I'm a yoga teacher, perhaps um, I'm, I'm going to talk afterwards about Ganja yoga, which is kind of more mm -hmm. social aspect. But um, when you add breath work to these practices, it's like... I don't know. It's it's on the steroids. It's so wow. powerful. So uh, like cannabis breath work has also been another thing that we've been playing with, and that you get from the trainings with Daniel. That are like such a, such a so a so in that uh, setting, you do guided breath work, and then there's a period of just kind of let go, and you let them kind of deep yeah. meditation. So the, the first usually is the first set. We divide it into two sets, and so the first set is breath work with cannabis. Um, and, and then, um, and, and that we, we coach, it's a little bit more coached, right? And so mm -hmm. you, you got this, right? There's a little bit more encouragement to, to practice. And some people are breathers, you know, like they've been doing holotropic yeah. or Wim Hof or other types of breathing for, for quite some time. So they easily go into it. Um, and then, it, yeah, they really launch off. And then the second set is, is calm. Yeah. We ask everyone to kind of just pause the breath so that you can kind of. You know, wow. a little bit more and when you're happens. in a in a circle and you, you're hearing other people breathe it picks up so if, if you get tired then another person picks it up and then another person picks it up oh wow and then when we tried doing that so once COVID hit we're like what do we do now does this work online like should we try it right we started really gentle with cannabis healing meditations more of our resource space and grounding wow uh, because we didn't know like how are we going to help people if they're actually needing you know assistance and yeah how can you hold someone's hand through zoom right right so working out through all those things and then it worked it worked really great so we had started doing the cannabis circles we also uh, are doing the breathwork circles online and then Ganja Yoga online too. Yeah, so yeah. we changed the format a little bit. Um, Adjusted the container. But, but it opened up so many possibilities, right? Because now there's people in our circles, you know, we've had people from uh, the United Kingdom, from Canada, from South America, Central America, from Australia, we had, you know, two brothers participate. And so there's no boundary online, right? And right. you're in the safety of your own home, right? And so in, in for many people, it's not always, but in, in many cases, that can be a really good thing, right? Yeah. Like, like you can just go deep because it's like, I know where I, there's, a, there's an embedded safety safety in that uh -huh. and safety is yeah. such a big part of of going deep in, in in ceremony right wow amazing and then is there time at the end to share yeah there's a little bit of of a community sharing and a little bit of talk around how to do integration for this work and that invitation to to join we also offer integration circles so that's a possibility too. And, and if not, you know, there's so many other like psychedelic societies offering them now online. So. Yeah, that is so incredible. And so what, what are you doing Javi with the yoga part? Oh, Ganji yoga. That's another uh, thing. Um, How did you I, find out about Ganji? When I started practicing yoga, it was so hard because I was like so in pain. I understood that it was really good and it was what I needed. 
as part of my process but it was just so hard and I remember one day like I just can't and like tears and I just can't <laughs> and I smoked a joint and I sat on my mat like <laughs> and they're like oh I can kind of feel good and I started you know stretching and moving and had this whole session you know and I remember talking about that with my yoga teachers and they were like no 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 these <laughs> these these things don't mix up and and I was like, but you know, it feels so good. And it actually allowed me to do like a, a, a complete class. Like I wasn't able to do a class. And they, they even told me like, if we, if we catch you, you know, coming high to classes, we're going to kick you out. Like this, these mm -hmm. things, this is not permitted in our space. They're like, okay. So it, it was something that I did in my house on my own. I couldn't share with anyone. And I remember a friend visited and, and what are you doing? No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing yoga. And like, you smoke at a joint? Let me try it. And we did yoga together with a friend. Like, wow, this is great. Mm -hmm. And then when I came here to San Francisco, I think I was Googling. I, I, I told Sebastian that, you know, I found this lady doing kanji yoga. And I'm going to go check it out. And it was a class. Uh, there were like 25 people. Um, there's, um, there's an opening space, like 15, 20 minutes of social time where you actually sat in the same room smoking together. You didn't have to hide, you know, you didn't have to be on your car, you know, in the corner and then, you know, eating something so that you're not smelly. We were doing it together as part of, you know, the yoga class. And then we did this super relaxing and gentle yoga, which was more about, you know, connecting to your body than doing shapes. My, my body is not very great. So like when people say like, oh, do this, like, well, I can, you know, I, I try, I, I can do it on my mind, but you know, my joints don't work that well. So it was more about, you know, being with your experience and with your body and noticing what you needed and perhaps, you know, doing another thing if that didn't, didn't work for you. So I was like, I want this. And like, when are you gonna do a teacher training? <laughs> and this was Dita Sol. She's the author, the author of Ganji Yoga. Wow. And it, it ended up being a couple of years. And then she told me, like, I'm doing a teacher training. And I think I was the first person to sign up. And on 2018, I believe, I've inherited the Ganji Yoga community. When Dee left, um, she uh, went to Canada. live to Canada. So um, she said, like, do you want to continue? And I'm like, of course, I of course want to continue with this. And we've been holding Ganja Yoga ever since. We switched to online when COVID hit. We just opened up a class in Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. So it's um, it's a place of, of finding people like-minded, people that are into cannabis, people that are into yoga, people that aren't into both, but are needing, you know, something around community building or something to help them, you know, reorient to health. Mm -hmm. It's a really nice way of, you know, getting getting back to to a state of well-being right mm -hmm. yeah we're looking for homeostasis and it's like one size fits all doesn't work and when you can add these other ways and, and the plants really want to are here to help us so it's incredible for those who are struggling with pain like I, i'm so grateful that you shared your story um and the somatic it's not only you know the physical pain but the somatic emotional release i mean we're we're so connected it's so funny how our brains just want to divide everything up into boxes but so I'm just so, so grateful you guys are doing this. This is incredible. And then with Ganji Yoga, there's a, um, the Shavasana is a little bit longer. So the last part of class where we lay back down and we enjoy, you know, the benefits of, of the mindful movement is a little longer. 
And I started, you know, doing a little relaxation, um, a little coaching, mindfulness, meditation. And people were reporting like, oh, I was stripping. And so it's a really nice introduction to people that are new to this work and are not feeling ready yet to do like a planned ceremony mm -hmm. or, you know, stepping into the work like a gentler version. And it's super powerful. Like it's reliable. It's powerful. But it's, you know, more, um, there's more agency. So you're teaching the relaxation with the medicine. And it's something that people can take home is that conscientious work to relax with or without the cannabis later. Yeah. And so have you had people that are just absolutely in love with it that are there all the time and had people with huge releases? And we have uh, for the online community, we have members and it's it's not a support group, but it felt so supported during COVID. Like we were seeing each other twice a week for the whole COVID, like two years. So it's, wow. it's a really nice community and people are really great. Like, I don't know, I've, I've, I feel so lucky yeah. that I've, I've, uh, I was saying like, I don't have any community here. And I got to land into these spaces of people that are like so heartful, so soulful. Yeah. So we've, you know, we've added to it online. We've played with, you know, using trippy music. We started putting up lights and then people, you know, get their own trippy lights and things. So they'll put those and they want to be on camera. So it's, it's interesting how it, 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 it you know, it's like a constellation of, of people moving together and smoking together. Uh, we've added themes, right? And so we'll talk oh, cool. about, you know, love, friendship, death, anger, um, psychedelics, yeah. anger. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, war, you know, like what's going on and like, and, and, and what's, how does cannabis inform this or how, how does it open it up or let's smoke and, and talk this through together kind of. Mm -hmm. I feel um, that I'm really lucky too, because my partner is, uh, it's an ex, um, computer engineer. So he's really great <laughs> with technology. Oh, amazing. It's not only that the classes are fun, but they're well done. And he's been playing with like two cameras. So when I see, you know, like when I say, uh, we're going to work on, you know, our shoulder and the camera changes and you get, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so That's really great. It's been part of the hobbies of, of COVID to learn how to how to play with OBS and all these technologies. Oh, that's so incredible. Boring. Yeah. What an amazing balance. We, we have very different talents and we have found a way to complement it. So like I, I always we're now looking for like who else is working as a couple? Because it's it's a really, you know, another complete wow. realm of, you know, working with your partner. Oh, I'm so happy for you guys. So I have a question and I don't know if you'll have an answer for it because a lot of people will associate a particular spirit or a flavor of a medicine. You know, um, Terrence McKenna was, talks a lot about the natural spirit of mushrooms, you know, like this very buggy and earthy and, and there's lots of plants and, and then I, uh, ayahuasca, you know, we have this, this, um, feminine, um, being, uh, consciousness come and work with us. That's a, that's a constant. Is there one with cannabis that you have kind of seen with this mindfulness work? I like that you mentioned that because there's also like archetypes, like mushrooms are los niños, like the children and ayahuasca is the grandma, La abuela, mm -hmm. abuela. And then cannabis is the, is the mother, you know, and it has this soothing, you know, involving kind of energy. Wow. Uh, but I also feel that each strain has its own little spirit. And perhaps that's why I like blends because mm. that is wow. like a little reunion. Uh-huh. 
And if you think about it as, you know, energetics coming back to yoga and the chakras, you know, and what these things mean, if you're thinking about, you know, the sativas, which are, you know, the, um, the ones that will make you more active, you know, you're talking about the world of ideas and creation and inspiration, you know, creativity. If you're thinking about indicas, the in the couch, so very relaxing, kind of bodily oriented, they're the lower chakras that connects us to the earth. And then when talking about hybrids, it's the one that works with the heart, so heart opening, you know, a transformative healing and all those things. Oh. So you can create a little kind of, you know, di different strains to work on, on different things too. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because there are so many strains and um, it is very unique to have, and we're so lucky to have such an array right now. Well, is there places where people can follow you and find you? Yeah, you can always check out our website. It's greenmagicyoga.com. And we've got a list of upcoming events. Um, we mentioned these two in-person conscious cannabis circles. There will be in-person ganja yoga as well in Berkeley that same weekend in and San in San Francisco. And then online classes for ganja yoga are... Um, every Tuesday and every Friday at 6 p.m. And what's really nice is that People get super relaxed and they would say like, oh, I just wish I could be, you know, I could roll into bed. <laughs> now you can. Yes, yes, yes. And a super special invitation to, you know, people in the, in the Santa Cruz County, Monterey Bay area. You know, we had people yesterday who came over from San Jose. <laughs> so over the hill coming to uh, Ganja Yoga Santa Cruz. And that's every Thursday at 6 p.m. It's a real cool studio. It's on Squid Row. I don't know if you are you familiar with the uh -uh. area. It's by 11th Hour Coffee. And Squid Row is this beautiful house that was created by this artist, Michael Leeds. And this is a little studio that's part of it. So it's just a beautiful community. Really highly recommend uh, checking it out. That's amazing. You can follow us on Instagram, javiera.yoga. Um, you can check us out on Facebook yeah. and Google and all those platforms. Actually. Yeah, we're always happy to, to speak with people. Yeah. We know that there's other people um, working with cannabis in different ways, and we like to collaborate. We're on Meetup, and we're happy to post other people's events and things um, on Meetup. Amazing. And then for the future of your teamwork, where do you guys see it going? Your, colla your amazing collaboration. We're always exploring kind of like we like extending the formats, right? So now there's ganja yoga, this movement, more social practice, and then there's the deep ceremony. One that I'm keen to do is kind of the the walks, so cannabis walks. There's there's a woman who we met, Kira, who used to do trailblazers, and she used to do this uh, out of Oakland. And we went to one of hers, and it was a beautiful – it's kind of like a ceremony, but it's also like a social walk – and there will be a time for smoking or imbibing together. And then there's a time to kind of wander off. And so I've kind of been specializing in eco-psychology. That's my, I'm a therapist as a profession. So I'm kind of thinking, how can I weave this all together? Like the, yeah. the being, you know, in direct contact with nature, um, you know, just outside and with medicine can be such a beautiful encounter. Yeah. Oh, so that's Outdoor activities is definitely one. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and sharing your story and the work that you do. It's incredible. And I just can't wait to see what else comes out of your amazing union. So thank you for coming on here together. Yeah. Thank you for having us, Tanya. It's yes. great to chat with you. <laughs> yeah. 
the art of finding balance. I have a free offer. It's a class that's going to happen every Sunday at 9 a.m. on Zoom for those of you out there who are on your own microdose journey. So I have a lot of tidbits of information, studies, and guides, but this class is really to facilitate and embrace the stories of others that are going through this journey on their own. So you can reach out to me. I really advise that you join my Facebook group, the Healed Hero Collective, because so much is um, all posted there. And you can also email me at thehealedhero at gmail.com. And if you'd like to come, I would love to see you there. This is just a wonderful opportunity for us to integrate and use integration as a lifestyle.